Hi, welcome to the Lima Reads podcast. This is where you can hear from Lima Public Library staff about our all-time favorite authors and stories and what we're currently reading. You may also hear news about the library and our community. Hi everyone, this is Danny at Lima Public Library and we're very sorry that we don't have you here in the library today, but our staff is working on some special projects and we're still talking about books. So I have Melody here, one of our reference librarians, who was telling me about a book that she's read recently. Melody, why don't you give us a summary? Yeah, the book I chose is Permanent Record by Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden, for those of you who aren't familiar with him, was the um, government agent that leaked thousands of pages of classified documents to the media back in 2013. And this is a memoir he wrote. So he explains why he did that, how he got into IT, um, and the things that he learned as a result of his work in government IT in particular. So he explains, he's from a military family. His father was in the Coast Guard, which is actually how he got into computers because his dad would bring computers home from work. Hmm. So he got to play with these like Commodore 64 and different computers that his dad would bring home from work. And he got interested in IT directly from playing with these computers with his dad as a young kid. Mm-hmm. As he got older, he got into learning how to use the IT and really playing with that technology. So he got into IT support, computer coding, things like that that came very naturally for him and ultimately ended up working for the government in IT, designing some of the infrastructure that the CIA uses to spy on other countries. Mm-hmm. And it was through that work that he also got a glimpse of what the U.S. was actually using that technology for in terms of being able to do surveillance on private citizens without their knowledge. And at some point he decided that he felt like that was wrong, that if people were going to have the government aware of what they were doing and and really listening in on their private lives, that they had a right to know that's what the government was doing. And it's at that point that he made the decision to leak those documents to a very select group of media representatives. Mm -hmm. And then, if I recall that situation correctly, he had to uh, go to Switzerland, was it, to uh, avoid uh, prosecution for his actions against government? He actually released those documents to media in Hong Kong. Hong Kong, okay. Um, he is currently living as a political exile in Moscow with his wife. Where did I get Switzerland from? <laughs> that I don't know. I don't know. Um, his ultimate goal was to seek political exile in Ecuador, and it was during a layover at the Moscow airport trying to get from Hong Kong to Ecuador that the U.S. froze all of his documents, credit cards, passports, everything. So he spent something like 40 days as essentially a refugee in a Moscow airport before they decided that the media circus at the airport wasn't working for them and they allowed him to live as a political exile there and Mm -hmm. he is still there. And at some point they also allowed his then girlfriend to move to Moscow to be with him. So he has since gotten married to her Mm-hmm. and is living and working in Moscow. Mm-hmm. So this memoir has been published, I mean, since all of that has kind of mm-hmm. settled. Um, what does he say? Like, does he regret his actions? Does he stand by them? Were there things he would have done differently? Or 
nope, he chose the right path and stuck to it. He really believes in what he did. Um, He paid a high price for it. He knows that if he ever sets foot back in the U.S. or in U.S. territory, he knows he will go to jail. It's not an issue of if. He's more Mm -hmm. or less already been found guilty because they have the proof that he leaked the documents and he hasn't, he's admitted to doing it. Mm -hmm. But at this point, the penalty for him trying to come home is 10 years per document. Oh my. Yeah, 10 years prison time per document released and he released thousands of documents. Mm -hmm. But he does stand behind what he did. His goal wasn't to cause the government a problem, but to expose what they were doing as far as their surveillance of ordinary citizens who weren't being accused of a crime. It wasn't that he was opposed to the government surveillance for criminals. He's adamantly opposed to the idea of government feeling as if they have a right to have a permanent record of all digital communication of all citizens, regardless of whether those citizens have been accused of a crime. Mm -hmm. And so he stands behind that action in terms of making people aware of how little privacy they really do have in a digital world. Mm-hmm. How is he finding uh, Moscow? I'm, I imagine it's a bit different than <laughs> living in the U.S., uh, certainly weather-wise at the bare minimum. But He doesn't comment too much on that except that one of the harder things for him is that he really doesn't get to, to have sort of a permanent residence. He moves around a lot to sort of avoid... Um, issues with governments. Um, gotcha. You know, there are still people, private citizens and otherwise, who would really prefer he not be around anymore. Mm-hmm. So he lives a very um, hidden life. Yeah, so he's kind of like a, a real, uh, a true spy um, novel life, I guess. He really... Kind of like a born identity, but, but you know, in actuality, that is not as glamorous as it seems on the big screen. No, one of the things that he's commented on is that every time he leaves his house for anything, he has to change his identity so he never looks the same twice in a row when he's out and about Mm -hmm. to avoid detection, to avoid, you know, somebody that would... I mean, quite frankly, there are people who would like to see him dead, and he knows that. So Mm -hmm. he really has taken steps to Mm -hmm. make that a little more challenging for them. Well, I must be working for him. I haven't heard of him uh, not being alive anymore not, uh, and within the last couple of days. But um, that's going to be challenging to go about changing your entire appearance and habits. I would assume that he, mm-hmm. he tries to avoid creating patterns of visiting the same grocery store all the time and the same coffee shop and things of that nature in case anyone is really closely surveilling his residence. But could be a difficult life it is and the thing that he's commented has been the hardest for him is less about the effect of his actions on him but more the effect of his actions on his family Mm -hmm. um i mean his parents his siblings particularly his then girlfriend who is now his wife had government agents all over them when he first released those documents Mm -hmm. and they weren't aware that he had done it Oh, so he, no warning. Ooh, that there was would be nothing. Rough. Yeah. Actually, his wife was on vacation with, I believe, a group of either her siblings or her girlfriends. I can't remember which. That he had specifically sent her on this vacation to get rid of her so that he could leave mm-hmm. without her knowing what he was up to. So she came home to FBI agents swarming the house. 
yeah, that would be a, a so, difficult situation to deal with, definitely. Yeah, and she, a, they did finally at some point connect, and he was able to explain what he had done. But by this point, the FBI had made him, made her very aware of what he had done and mm-hmm. the consequences. So, mm-hmm. you know, there wasn't much left of his U.S. identity at that point. Anything connected to him had been seized, or almost everything right. had either been seized or sold. Mm-hmm. by the time that she joined him overseas. so Right. Well, that's know. definitely some life story. Uh, who do you think would enjoy reading the full memoir um, if they enjoy other similar stories or uh, maybe fiction readers who might branch off into nonfiction? Um, if you're a true crime fan, this is loaded with it. If you like yeah. military I, I think when we novels. talk about true crime, we often think about murders. But, I mean, this re- in reality is, is a criminal <laughs> action. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it definitely falls into that category. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, IT people in particular. I know my husband handed this to me. And he is very IT, very privacy-minded. Mm-hmm. So if you're a government conspiracy theorist... This would definitely appeal to that population. Um, And if you just like a good mystery, it has so many elements of just even a fictional type mystery as far Mm -hmm. as that goes that that's kind of a really neat twist. Mm -hmm. Did you find the writing relatable? I mean, personally, when I think of IT-minded people, I think of very dry documentation that they have to create for, you know, following procedures and things like that. I don't think necessarily of creative storytelling, um, even memoiring. So did you find it to be dry or was it really um, engaging? I found it very engaging. I found it very easy to read and I'm not a tech person in terms of like a lot of the IT terms go sailing over my head. Mm -hmm. And I found that it was even the technology part of it. He does a really good job sort of putting the cookies on the lower end of the shelf so that he makes it something that even if you don't understand the technicality of what he was doing, he does try to sort of explain in layman's terms and tell stories mm-hmm. that you know help you understand what his background is and why he made the choices he did and what his family was like and you know what his education was like and the things he learned along the way. So he, he makes it very relatable and very human mm-hmm. um, and really tries to humanize himself that it wasn't an easy decision that he made. He didn't wake up one morning and say, I'm going to cause all this trouble for all of these people and I'm going to release all of these documents. There was a period of about six years from the time that he really began to be aware of the amount of surveillance to Mm -hmm. the time he released the documentation. So he really had some time to think about and consider the consequences. Oh, absolutely. He knew very well what he was doing and it took him that long to collect the documents that he was going to release and to encrypt those documents and really protect himself and make sure that he was doing things technically right and in a way that would sort of not make it as easy for people to know what he was up to. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, um, it sounds like an interesting book, so I would encourage people to dig into it, but unfortunately you can't come into the library at this time to get it off of our shelves, so you can access it through the Ohio Digital Library as an ebook or an e-audio book. And if you aren't familiar with the Ohio Digital Library, um, take a look at www.limalibrary.com forward slash digital to look at all of our digital resources uh, while we're shut down. You have access to quite a number of books and movies and music uh, to keep you entertained. Um, And we wish you all the best and be well. Thanks for listening to Lima Reads. 
Keep the conversation going by commenting on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Lima Public Library. 